The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. This is our f***ing city. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Dave. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. Here we are recording at our palatial studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. Um, and uh, I have a terrific guest, but this guy is a friend of mine. So uh, full disclosure, if I'm overly kind to him, it's because uh, I, I hesitate to admit it, but I actually like this guy. So anyways, please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, we have in the studio with us, attorney Mark Freiberger. Mark, say hello. Very happy to be here, Dave. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thanks to John Mita Perel for the uh, the opening intro as well. Well, good ear. Yes, our voiceover guy, John Mita Perel, um, helps us out from time to time. We did a season of podcasts with John Mita Perel called The Meter is Running, which allowed me to meet uh, Bob Ryan and Larry Lucchino and others. Nice. So you should check that out at pod617.com, all the back Back episodes of The Meter is Running with uh, John did with Shira Springer. You can hear John Meter Perel on ESPN now, calling basketball games. How oh, about that? Right. I think I read that. I think I read something about that. As he would say, I'm very excited to be part of ESPN. John Meter Perel reporting here live from Louisville or Kentucky or whatever. That's not a very good one. Anyway, so uh, how you feeling, Mark? I'm good. All right, good, so this is your first time in the studio. We've known each other for a long time, but um, you're... Here you are, and so I'm, I'm going to uh, shamelessly ask you to tell everyone how great this place is. What do you think, for real? Amazing. This is, uh, this is truly a podcasting mecca. If yeah. you are into podcasts, if you want to put on a podcast, this is where you want to be. Very good. Your check is in the mail. In pod <laughs> we trust. Yes. And you might notice here in the studio there are two lone bobbleheads. One, uh, the the King of Kings. I'm referring to Tom Brady, of course, and two, uh, Ron Burgundy, or more specifically, Will Ferrell as Ron Burgundy, who is sort of the um, patron saint of of podcasting. I like. Are it. you a fan? I'm I'm certainly a fan of the Goat and uh, and 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 Will Ferrell uh, as well. Let, yes. let, not not the biggest Anchorman guy, but. Uh, Will Ferrell. All right, you're going to have to leave. Security, <laughs> see him out. Um, that's obviously the wrong what's, answer. What's the movie where he starts a fraternity? I, I, old school. Old school. I yeah, love old school. Old school. All right. So the, old Blue. So it, <laughs> Right. You're my boy, Blue. Um, so, Mark, so we'll get the uh, official stuff out of the way. Uh, Mark is a partner at the law firm of Freiberger and Washenko, where he is a an employment lawyer, which means – um, when people are aggrieved at work, when they are wronged at work, something bad has happened. Um, they've been fired um, wrongly. They've been fired illegally. People come to you. How, how close am I? Uh, you're spot on, Dave. Okay, so spot on. So the phone rings, typical day, phone rings and says, Attorney Freiberger, here's what happened. Would Give us a couple examples of uh, what that would be. Sure. One example could be I'm an executive at a... Um financial company in town and I was about to receive a large bonus and suddenly I'm being shown the door or told my performance isn't up to par and uh, 
you know that uh, that vacation home I was planning to build is is going going by the wayside. I need to know what my rights are and how I can be helped. And by the way, I'm a black pregnant woman. That would help, right? That that would help. That well. would fall under several what we call protected <laughs> categories, and right. uh, we we do quite a bit of discrimination law as well. You'd think that in this day and age that most people know that uh, you can't discriminate, but uh, it goes on. It probably more subtle these days than it was, but uh, right. it's it's also a healthy part of our practice. It's yeah, and um, so you you must get uh, you get a lot of calls. I, I take it not all of them have merit, but you you evaluate whether you can help them. And if need be, you go to court, but, but, um, I'm sure there are a lot of steps before that typically. Absolutely. So we, we start, we always tell people we work in phases. So we'll start with a conversation with them, make sure that there is a valid claim. If there is, we approach their employer, typically through a demand letter and try to work things out. Uh, only if it's a last resort, if we can't resolve things, we go to litigation. I always tell people I get paid to litigate and I can't stand it. So it's it's, it's just it's <laughs> I don't a know gru- if anyone can, yeah. It's a grueling yeah. process. So right. we we gradually get there, but you always have to be willing to go to the mat for your client if need be. And I know you do that. I know you do that well. So the the I think one of the big misconceptions about um, wrongful termination, wrongful firing, is that is the person who well let, let, let me create a hypothetical, um, a person whose performance is good. And um, just maybe doesn't get, I just dropped my reading glasses, so uh, we're in trouble. So um, I've lost my notes. So what was your name again? Uh, uh, Manuel? No, Ron it's Burgundy. Mark. Ron Burgundy. Uh, so the person who comes to you and says, um, you know, I just got fired for, and they said it, it was because I was uh, hard to get along with, and I was a bad influence on the staff. And you know what? My sales record is impeccable, and I know they're lying. I know it's just because this guy, Doug, doesn't like me, and I freaking hate Doug. And they can't do this, right? I mean, I'm an awesome employee, and and they they must be making this stuff up because um, – you know, I'm not hard to get along with. <laughs> Weird hypothetical. So, no, but, it's, it's a great yeah, hypothetical okay, so. one we see all the time, and I'll give you the tried and true lawyer answer. It depends. Yeah. If Doug is just your uh, typical bully and, uh, and just is awful to everyone around him, then there's probably less of a case there. If, however, Doug is singling somebody out because they recently went on a medical leave of absence or they are over the age of 40 or they're Jewish or African American mm-hmm. or something like that, then they fall. It then it becomes a matter of discrimination. So it really does. It, I mean, it really does have to fall within those categories. So let's see if I remember back to my law school days. So it's it's gender for sure, it's uh, ethnicity, it's um, uh, religious uh, affiliation, and it's uh, discriminate uh, uh, disability. I'm yep. thinking of the disability, American Disabilities yep. Act. Absolutely. And this is probably one I'm forgetting. Well, did I say gender? Gender. You did. Uh, age. Miss one? age is, age big is a big one. one. My goodness. Okay. Age is a big one. I missed the age. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'll get the next one right. Um, so, um, and so th- that that's, I, I think a big mi- misconception is um, technically you can fire one, somebody for, for uh, wearing purple to work every day or for, I hate to say this, being overweight, technically. Yep. As Right now, yep. if if it's uh, if you're an at-will employee, you can be terminated for any reason, any reason. Or no reason at all, as long as it's not unlawful. Right. Uh, and uh, overweight employee, unless there's some sort of medical condition that's tied into their obesity, 
uh, yeah, that's that's fair game as is as is the color of their shirt. And uh, you know, the the interesting thing is at the end of the day, no employer terminates someone for no reason at all. It's right. sort of part of the law, but no one's ever walked in on a Thursday and said, for no reason at all, Dave. You can leave. You can pack up your stuff. How about political uh, opinions and reason? So uh, that can be. Um, it's that's a it nuanced depends. Claim. It's de- it depends. <laughs> it, I don't know that we have enough time to get into okay. that. But, but, does it uh, matter if they're a state employee or a non-state employee? It does. Yeah. Uh, state employees will have more protections. There mm-hmm. is a state employee whistleblower claim uh, that uh, your rank and file employees do not have. Um, so, so yeah, state employees may, may have more federal employees may have more. There's a whole, uh, set of rules that go along for federal employees. We tend to represent folks who are at will, uh, and in, in, uh, in all the prominent sectors that you find in, in the Boston area. So mm-hmm. financial medicine, academia, research, biopharma, um, you know, sales, th- th- those are the, those, wherever industry is thriving in the Boston area, that's where we get our clients from. Yeah, um, I was once accused of uh, weight, weight, overweight discrimination. I don't know what do you even call it. Um, sort of. When I was when I was working for lawyers, when I was working for Lawyers Weekly, we decided to do this contest. I tried all kinds of uh, tricks at Lawyers Weekly to keep um, morale up. I was a real Michael Scott because <laughs> um, because uh, we couldn't always pay our. Being a newspaper, we could, and a trade newspaper at that, we couldn't always pay our employees like huge bonuses or anything. But anyway, we did this thing where it was, uh, we decided to do a biggest loser competition. It was right when that TV show had first gone on about, you know, losing weight and everything. And we said, for anyone that wants to participate, we're going to do a biggest loser thing. We're going to have weigh ins like every week. And uh, Sharon, the receptionist whose lips are sealed, will be the only one that sees the actual numbers. Anyone else will just see what percentage of your weight you have lost. So we covered that. And uh, if you participate, you could have some healthy snacks and whatever. And it's just going to be fun, and we'll, we'll crown a winner at the end. And immediately this woman stood up and said, I don't think it's right that I'm being judged on my body and my weight instead of my merit. And I, <laughs> and, um, I was like, uh, here we go. I'm in, I'm in the twilight zone. And my office manager, this guy Roger, who is like salt of the earth guy, he jumped to my defense and he said, this is voluntary, and it's only if you want to do it. And what are you talking about? And so – I went back to my desk and I called corporate HR and I said, I think I just got accused of uh, fat discrimination or something. And she said, well, being overweight is not a protected class, so you're all set and pretty much hung up on me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, in today's day and age where sensitivities are high on any number of levels, yeah. I think your best bet is not doing <laughs> right. Weight loss contests. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know if I, this was, uh, probably 15 years ago, yeah. eh, at least 12 years ago. So, um, yeah, it's, it's probably not a good look is what you're saying. Right. 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 We, right. Not know, illegal, but probably not a good look. No. And we'll, you know, we, we do, we do some, uh, uh, counseling of, of employers as well. And, and so, you know, from, from the other end as an employer, you just, you do, you want to stay neutral. You always sort of want to be Switzerland, you know, you want to yeah. keep things down the middle and, uh, you know, you don't want to have a hook or a slice because you just go right, you know, go take, right. Out your, take out your iron, hit right down the fairway, oh, nice safe Lord. shot, and uh, you'll, you'll be good. You'll be good. It's when, it's when you pull out, you know, the, the crazy seven wood and you try to, you know, curve it over the lake and the, the, the three bunkers and the sand trap. Mark doesn't know that I'm not a golfer. I apologize <laughs> to all the non-golfing <laughs> listeners of the Boston podcast for all the silly golf terms. <laughs> anyway, I got your, I, yeah. I got your, uh, I caught your drift. 
Um, all right, so I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the the climate of um, the this uh, what should we call it? societal shift, the the Me Too movement and everything that it comes with, because some of the Me Too movement is simply about um, women empowerment and women speaking up when they have been put down and abused and taken advantage of by men who are uh, in more prominent roles, perhaps. more. Pro- some of it is about abuse. And then, but some of it clearly, as this whole thing has developed, is about um, sexual harassment, which is a workplace thing. The, the Me Too movement is fascinating at so yeah. many levels. Let's start with how it began. It, start w- it started with, its nascency was in the allegations against Harvey Weinstein. Right. The New York Times reports on that. Here's this 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 just untouchable god in in Hollywood right. who comes crumbling down. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Milano yeah. then ha- does the hashtag Me Too, and that's how it takes off. Is that what is that who started it? And oh, that's, that's interesting. That's, okay, that's who's credited with truly starting the Go Me Too. Go Alyssa movement. Milano. Yeah. From there, we have the number of claims being reported skyrocketing. Yeah. We have juries being much more willing to give larger awards against sexual harassers. We have a fund that's been established that has millions of dollars been raised to help victims of sexual harassment actually uh, offset their legal fees. Right. And it's, it's, actually, it's been mind-blowing because in, in this day and age, it incorporates social media. It shows how powerful social media is. It shows it's, it's no industry is immune for, from it, which is also fascinating to me. And um, and it's changing the legal landscape in terms of sexual harassment. It changes your world, I take it. Absolutely. Yeah, our, yeah. Our, the number of potential sexual harassment cases we've had has gone way up. Uh, and, and I think employers have to be much more wary of those claims. Because if you get in front of a jury, you could get dinged pretty severely. Now. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. I mean, it was really this grassroots uh, social media uh, movement, and I don't, I don't think it'll be the only one in 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 the law that we see. But certainly in my world, it's 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 been revolutionary. And is it universally a good thing? I think it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing. I think what people don't understand is when you are being harassed in any form, but certainly sexually harassed, it's easy to sit back and say, "Well, just just complain." Well, right. you're putting your job on the line. What if you're the bread primary breadwinner? for your family? What if you are at the start of your career or the middle of your career or, or towards the end and you, you just want to retire at some yeah. point? Um, it's very hard to stand up and it's hard to face that scrutiny. And now you are complaining about somebody who has all the leverage. That's the whole point of sexual harassment laws. It's the disparity of power. Somebody above right. you with power and influence is messing with you. Yeah. And so to give people and it doesn't just you know it doesn't sexual harassment is not limited to women it's it can be man on woman man on man woman on woman woman mm-hmm. on man you know sure. it's uh it's gender neutral in that respect uh to give those people power and a voice and at least feel like okay i can stand up and have this sort of community the beside me mm-hmm. next to me supporting me i think is 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 great um now just to play devil's advocate a little bit, I think if if we use these now, Harvey Weinstein was almost he he's the poster child for the movement in in the bad way, and uh, by pretty much every account deserves it. 
um, Harvey Weinstein not only harassed people, not only used his position of power, in other words, you sleep with me or you don't get this role, young actress, but also like forced himself uh, by, uh, by the claims, forced himself on women and, you know, He's a big guy from one of the photos I've seen. So really, um, if the claims are to be believed, the guy is an out-and-out monster. Um, you know, I, I will quote the great prophet Dave Chappelle, who analyzed this in a comedy recent comedy special, which is excellent. And, and you're not necessarily going to agree with everything he says, but what he said is you, you, you have to let men in and let them participate and figure out a way to make them part of the good part of, this, of the Me Too movement. And his point was, I think, I don't know if he used this example point blank, but someone like Matt Damon comes up and says, well, you know, there's a difference between Harvey Weinstein and Al Franken. And I might be misquoting Matt Damon. He might have said uh, Louis C.K. or someone. Who knows? He was trying to draw a distinction. He's trying to say there's, um, you know, Harvey Weinstein did so many things wrong and is kind of the, the ultimate example of this. There are others that had maybe one moment of weakness. And Chappelle was like, but but Matt Damon got shouted down and and hasn't been heard from since on the subject, and um, so th- there's there's um, you know, listen, I was raised by crazy liberal women and I love them all and I'm on their side, but I I, I got to admit there have been moments when as a man I've kind of been like, eh, are you going a little too far here? Are we casting too wide a net? You see any of that or? So look, in any with any type of claim, there's going to be people who try to take advantage of it or who are, you know, m- misusing it and 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 they don't they they don't have the best of intentions. But right. that's that's just that goes to the human race and the the the, yeah. the, the core of our our faults. Um, yeah. I think in general, I think it's a good thing. I think the if it, if there are people out there who think if it's gone too far. I think it'll end up over time balancing itself out because I think these things tend to such that, you know, people who have no leg to stand on will get fleshed out for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, does it make some people uncomfortable? Yes. Does it mean that we all have to be robotic? No. I think, you know, you, you just have to treat people with dignity and respect and I think you'll be fine. Um, you know, uh, there will there be instances where somebody's trying to take advantage of it? Sure. But I think those are the exceptions and not the rule. And, and, but I think it's a great thing to say, have men be part of it. I agree. You don't want men to just feel like, well, we just have to avoid this type of behavior and, and not get in trouble for it. You want men to feel like we are fostering and developing a new age where everyone feels treated with respect and dignity. Yeah, I think you're right. It's an interesting time to live in because it's 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 not exactly the civil rights movement. Or maybe I should take that back. Oh my God! I just got uh, lambasted on Twitter by the Me Too movement. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, um, I I just wonder is it is it a step up that we will not come back from? Because because you know like a lot of things in society when we're talking about you know race relations or uh, gender equality or things like that. Um, you think we've come so far, and then you hear examples of terrible things going the other way. But I think this is this was a seminal moment, wasn't it? I think it's a seminal moment. I'm absolutely certain there will be steps back, and people will behave in such a manner that yeah. you will think, "Well, didn't didn't you hear about the Me Too movement?" Right. No question. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think it was it was a step forward. You know, in in my humble opinion. And you're a good guy to ask. You hear you hear you know, people talk to you about this all day long. 
The, yep. the other game changer, and I think social media is part of it, is, and we see this now with professional athletes and what they're accused of, hello, RKK, Bob Kraft, yeah. uh, videotape. So video, mm. phone, you know, phones, tapes, and any type of electronic evidence is becoming so prominent, I think, in any type of legal case, but certainly in mine. Mm-hmm. So texts, you know, texts yeah. that are sent at 2 in the morning that somehow people think won't... <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. see the light of day. <laughs> Guess what, people? Texts are t- permanent. Uh, emails. Stacy, I just want you to know, I mean this with all the respect, but you have nice boobies. I hope you take this the right way. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm fired. Right. Right. Yeah, you might as well. So, yeah. you yeah. know, texts, sure emails, videos, yeah. pictures. So that's that's a game changer, too. Yeah. And, and that's something that's constantly evolving, and everything's on social media these days. Videotapes of interactions in public. Um so it's 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 a changing world in a lot of ways, and I think me too is a, is a driver of that, and I think it's a good thing. Hashtag me too. Hashtag Mark speaks the truth. Hashtag Mark, you're awesome. Thank you. I'm running out of hashtags. All right, um, let's take a quick break. If I convince Mark to stick around and play a game, just briefly on the other side, um, you're gonna love this game. So stick around on the Boston Podcast. Hi everybody, I'm Chami Perel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships, clients, and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to Pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. And we're back on the Boston Podcast. Thanks for hanging with us. You're probably stuck in traffic listening in your car. You don't have a choice. Um, that's what the way it happens for me. I don't know about you, Mark. Mark Freiberger, attorney Mark Freiberger, joining me here. All right, music off. Um, you got a hellish, hellish commute. You take the train sometimes. I do. I take the train. So yeah. it's sort of the commuter rail roulette. Some days it's good, and other days you just, you know. I hated being a slave to that train because um, it just, uh, I guess in a way it's kind of helpful because you can plan your day accordingly. But, you know, I always found myself racing out of the office to try to make the train. And then if you're the last one to get there, you get the dreaded middle seat. Right, I would. I would rather stand in the middle seat. You're absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I I turned down the middle seat. For those that don't know, there's like there's a two seater, and then on the other side of the aisle, there's a three seater, and but when two people arrive at the three seater, they inevitably take the window. It's just like a plane, right? Really, right. they no take the window in the aisle, and then <laughs> so someone comes by and is like, oh, "I'll sit in the middle," and then the person on the edge has to get. Oh hell. Uh, God bless you for putting up with it. We're going to play a game now with Mark <laughs> because he's a good sport. So um, this game is either going to be – I don't have a name for this game yet. All right, so I'll, I'll – we'll, we'll so come what, up with a name at the end We'll of come it. up with a name. I was going to call it the Boston 
blast, but that doesn't sound so good. So it's uh, it's kind of a mashup game. Maybe we'll call it mishmash. So what you're going to hear, Mark Freiberger, are um, four uh, audio clips kind of mashed together. And um, and uh, we have three rounds. One, two, three. Each round, you'll hear a mashup of four audio clips. You have to identify the people in each of these audio clips. And um, each one of them is super quick. Like the entire thing is less than a minute. So you're first going to hear a 30-second clip that is a collection of four Massachusetts politicians. And all you have to do is listen. And then after the fact, try to name as many of the four you can. No one has ever gotten – so four times three is 12 by my math. So 12 would be a perfect score. Um, round one, you're just looking for four. No one has ever recorded a perfect 12 in the entire history of this game. I'm concerned Did I mention you're the first one to ever play? Has anyone ever had a zero? That's what I'm (laughs) You will not get a zero, I don't think. Here we go. Are you ready, Mark Freiberger? Round number one. Bring it on. I've often been asked, Mayor, when are you going to stop talking about racism? There's a lot of hat in this team. Let me just tell you. uh, uh, Should I jump uh, in or no? But Hondo's really the inspiration. I'm proud to stand with them here today and offer my help, offer my voice. You set a course for great achievement, and you're creating a legacy of success for future generations and a powerful example of success to the communities where you live. Are you halfway through the clip? Mark asked, was I supposed to jump in? And I, I should have clarified. No, you weren't supposed to jump in. <laughs> do you want to hear it again? I, I do. because It's I only, only 30 heard, seconds, I so we can play it again. Voices too. All right, let's play it again. There are four. You'll, when, when, Not doing <laughs> now well. that we're both quiet. Okay, here we go. Last time. I've often be, uh, been asked, Mayor, when are you going to stop talking about racism? There's a lot of hat in this team. Let me just tell you, uh, uh, KJ is a great hat, but Hondo's really the inspiration. I'm proud to stand with them here today and offer my help, offer my voice. You set a course for great achievement, and you're creating a legacy of success for future generations and a powerful example of success to the communities where you live. All right, there you go. Four Boston politicians, some more famous than others. All right. I'm, what I'm, do you got? <laughs> what do you got? Not much. I'm going right. to go uh, Kevin White, Tom Menino. Oh, oh, my goodness. Okay, keep going. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ted Kennedy and Elizabeth Warren. Or I can't You know what? Name. You got... No, you named you. Yeah, I, good answers. We're gonna give you a round of applause. Three out of four, Mark Freiberger. Three out of four. I'll take it. The only one you missed was the hardest one. Um, that last voice. Should I tell you who it is? Please. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. It was Jane Swift, former Governor Jane Swift, ah, doing some commencement. All right, round one, three out of four. That's outstanding. I think you're off to a terrific start. Um, now we're gonna hear four actors. Doing Boston accents. Okay. Okay. Now they may be Massachusetts natives. They might not be. Some accents may be good. Some may be terrible. Here we go. Here's the mash. I come down to Dunkin' every day. Grab a Corolla. Have an extra large three parliaments. Take a big dump. That's kind of the routine. You're just a kid. You don't have the faintest idea of what you're talking about. You've never been out of Boston. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Don't move. That includes your tongue. All right. By the way, at the end, he said, don't move. That includes your tongue. It was can, hard to hear through the yeah, horrible Boston hear, accent. Can I hear that Should we do it again? again? Let's. Do, well, it's only 30 seconds. We'll do the whole thing right. again. Here we go. I come down to Dunkin' every day. Grab a Corolla, have an extra large, three parliaments, take a big dump. That's kind of the routine. You're just a kid. 
you don't have the faintest idea what you're talking about. You've never been out of Boston. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Don't move. That includes your tongue. <laughs> Last one is so bad. All right. So, okay. so the first one, initially I thought Ben Affleck. I'm going to go with Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck is, oh, let me give you a, a better. Uh, absolutely right. Well done. Yeah, that was, that was, ooh, that's too loud now. Uh, that was Casey Affleck on Saturday Night Live. Did you see the Dunkin' Donuts bit? That, that's, no? that's what I got. At first I started yeah. thinking of Goodwill Hunting, and then, I, then my mind sl- uh, switched over to yeah. SNL. Thank, thank goodness. Well done. Yeah. Crawler, pack of parliaments. Um, yes, of course, Boston's own Casey Affleck. Also, sadly, on the Me Too list. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it all comes around. <laughs> all right. That's one. All right. Stop Ro- stalling. Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams is absolutely correct. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, Marky Mark, who apparently does not like to be called Marky Mark. Marky Mark Wahlberg. That's right. You have three out of three so far. <laughs> this one, I've. Yeah. The only thing that comes to mind, I know it's wrong, is uh, Schwarzenegger, but I, 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 I could not figure it so close. No. Yeah, the last one was the hardest. I wanted to put in one that was really tough to get. So that was Jeff Bridges from the movie Blown Away. Oh, the, the firefighting movie. Yes. Um, and he was in this intense scene with uh, with his dad, Lloyd Bridges. And it was terrible. And it was a terrible movie. But, geez, you got three in each round so far. I think you're doing super, super good. I'll take it. You're just doing great, Mark. Um, and this is the last round. We're up to All the last right. one. So you're going to hear four we're in the music category now, and you're going to hear four song, are these, four slices of music that at least have some Boston connection or Boston bands, and here you go. Mark is nodding. I think he might sweep this category. So I'll sweep it in terms of who who they are. I won't I won't be able to name the song. No, we'll accept the name of the band. Or right, so well, in one case, it, you may not be able to name the band, but yeah. uh, identify the song or the All band. Right, so you we'll go with the, we'll go with the 1812 overture, the Boston Pops at the Fourth of July uh, on the Esplanade. The oh Arthur. my God! Arthur Fiedler. Come. No, no. Oh. I can't believe you blew that. That was uh, no. Let's take another listen. Um, oh, that doesn't sound familiar to you. Wait, that's some sort of marching band. That's oh, a BC. Uh, yes, uh, that's for Boston. For Boston, the uh, the Boston College uh, fight song. That's. Uh, uh, such a shame. We have some nice party gifts. <laughs> no, I bet you're going to do well on the rest of it. Do you want to? Uh, yeah, now I have to hear the You got to hear it again. All right. That's all right. All right. I'm very well, confident. I'm going to try to uh, <laughs> skip ahead after the Fort Boston thing. Uh, here we go. I'm going to tell you a story. All 
So those last three is what we're talking yeah, about so here. So we're going to go with Dirty Water? That's correct. Very good. Um, continue. Then we're going to go with uh, Aerosmith? Aerosmith is right. That was, sweet, that was Sweet Emotion. Yep. Last one's kind of hard. Jay Giles. Jay Giles is right! That's an instrumental song where Magic Dick, the harmonica player, is the star. Do you know the name of that song? I do not. It's called Whammer Jammer. But that's okay. You get the, you get the, so you got three out of four in every round. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Freiberger, you're the leader in the clubhouse. I like it. And, um, um, I challenge anyone that comes after me. Let's, yeah, let's get some more contenders in here. I just hope they didn't listen to this podcast. Well, I mean, I guess I could come up with new ones, but I like it. To, I like, want to see if anyone can get a perfect 12. But you got uh, three times three. That's nine by my count. And I think that's outstanding. So well done. Thank you for playing along. Thank you, sir. Um, so um, if people want to get in touch with you, they need your legal services or they just think you're a swell guy, where can they find you? Uh, I'll give you our website, which Please is do. fwlawboston.com. FWLawBoston.com. Please do look up Mark if you have any um, legal needs. You've uh, something's happened in the workplace. You're kind of not sure whether it was wrong or not. Uh, give him a call. The, he's the best in the business. I can tell you that for sure. And probably, and also a good marketer. I can tell you because um, the URL FWLaw.com is nice and easy to remember. FreibergerWashenko.com might have sent a lot of people off into the wrong places because <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to spell. Yeah, but we, if you want to know how to spell Freiburger, go to fwlaw.com. It's right there. fwlawboston.com. Oh, my God. I already screwed it up. Yeah, All right. We, let's we start. tried for FW Law. It was, it was go- we tried for FW, and then that was gone, and then FW Law, that was gone. So we had to settle at fwlawboston.com. But seeing that this is the Boston Podcast, hey. Yeah, well, yeah, right. And you can find all of our past episodes at thebostonpodcast.com. And I was shrewd enough to snap up that URL years ago and now i'm actually using it which is nice it's it's a funny dynamic because when when websites first became a huge thing there was like a big battle over who was going to get like lawyer.com and doctor.com and there was a memorable snl sketch where there was some company it was like a financial company and they said you can find us located conveniently on the internet at www.clownpenis.com. That's www.clownpenis.com. And then the guy kind of turned to the side and said, all the other good URLs were taken. It was the last one we could claim. <laughs> but that never really happened. Like if you're creative enough, you can come up with right. them. You just, you, they just if, get longer, but it's fine. Right. If you're creative enough, you can come up with something really cool like pod617.com, for example, or fwlawboston.com. Did I get it right that time? You did. You did. Thanks, right. sir. You're awesome. Hey, um, go my ahead. pleasure. This yeah. is this is outstanding. So I really props to Dave. This is a uh, yep. We will have you back, Mark Freiberger, if you're daring enough. Absolutely. Um, in fact, bring Patty, your your law partner, next time. The two the, the two of you could have like a uh, Regis and Kelly thing going on there. I think there's a future there. But um, either way, you're always welcome here, Mark Freiberger. Thank you for listening. To, uh, thank you for being here, Mark, and thank you, you, for listening to the Boston Podcast. Find all past episodes at pod617.com. And by the way, get your own podcast. We'd love to talk to you about producing your own podcast, whether you are a professional business owner or just someone who has a lot to say. Go to pod617.com and come visit us in Westwood at the studios. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Remember to share this with a friend, by the way. If you dig this, just hit share on your app, whatever app you're listening to. Share it with a friend or a colleague. And thanks for listening. Enjoy your day, Boston.